Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Undergraduate Academy. Um, today, we've got a slightly different one. We're, Will and I are going back to our beloved crickets as the cricket season is looming in here in, in England. And yeah. we, we thought nothing best but to uh, do a, ch- a preview of the county championship. Hey, Will? Yeah, a little county championship preview bonanza show. Uh, we're going to be looking <laughs> through some of the some of the some of the teams in both the divisions, um, Division One and Division Two. Talk about the style of cricket will buzz ball affect uh, the how the championship championships played this year, and then some of the players to look out for as well. Also, we might even talk about Joe's little appearance this week against Yorkshire. Um, the less said about that the better I reckon so <laughs> um, those not in the know the county championship is a four day cricket format which is played throughout the season the first round starts tomorrow well depending on when this is released on the 6th of April uh, it's yeah. two divisions division one has 18 division two has 10 and each team plays 14 games the final round finishes in the end, at the end of September but this part of the season the early part of the season is yeah exclusively for the championship isn't it so you've got seven rounds back to back uh leading up to the t20 blast and then the ashes and the one-off test against ireland so what, what's different about the championship this year will uh i mean the differences are we'll be playing during um well there's going to be games during the ashes and then there's a couple of slight rule changes you need more runs to secure bonus points so sides now need 250 runs instead of 200 runs um but bowling points are unchanged you also get fewer points for draws which I wonder might affect how teams are played could lead to a bit more aggressive cricket and yeah. then also a slightly weird change two rules two rounds are going to be played with the kookaburra ball instead of the yeah, I'm not really sure about that actually an effect for the batsman yeah. could mean a lot of runs are scored in those two rounds I reckon yeah for those of the slight lack of cricket knowledge the duke is what's normally played with is a brand of ball and a kookaburra is what's normally played with in Australia and the kookaburra ball has swings less and has a smaller seam, so it bounces more predictably. Uh, and considering counties are already told to have flatter pitches, that could be quite uh, quite interesting in terms of the runs that are scored, especially as those two games um, are going to be played in the middle of summer. But anyway, yeah. there's it two. The spinners, it might help the spinners. Two two sides are relegated from Div One, and two are promoted from Div Two each year. And there's an overall county champion, um, uh, which this year or last year, defending champions are sorry, sorry, yeah. Middlesex and Nottinghamshire were promoted from Div Two. Um, so yeah, we'll start off with a little preview of round one. Off you go, Will. Yeah, yeah. Round one, division one. I think we start with the the defending champions. Sorry, I mean you just look at their squad. They've just got so much depth. Um, they've re-signed, or actually one of the big signings is former England Test opener, Dominic Sibley's gone back there from um, Warwickshire. Uh, I think it's a good signing. Kemar Roach returns. And they've also just literally today announced they signed Tom Latham for, I think, six games, yeah. uh, who the New Zealand opening batsman, who I think will score a lot of runs. They're, I think one of their most underrated players is Dan Worrell, the Australian. I think he's a really oh, good... Yeah, he's oh, not even overseas. Yeah. He's, he's got an English passport, I think. But he's, I think he's now English passport, yeah. He's because he's brilliant. He's one of those players that you get for a whole season, and he just take he took loads of wickets. It'll be my my interesting thing with Surrey is I wonder if Alex Stewart will stick with Will Jacks as the only spinner, 
or will Moriarty get a bit more game time? I, I, Amar Verdi also has been in an England squad, but he's fallen off the side of the earth. Yeah, he has. Yeah, so they've got so many players. I think Stewart just likes going for all-rounders. So I think Moriarty I, might play more of a role towards the end of the season. Uh, he's, but, he's in the squad for the first game. He is, yeah. He's Jackson in the game. IPL, I think. Yeah, and well, to be honest, there's every chance Jacks could be in the Asher squad. I mean, we'll come to the England players involved in the championship later on, but there's every chance that Jacks could be a sort of a rogue pick, sort of a Moe Nally type pick for the Ashes, but... Definitely. Definitely. I think to watch this year is going to be Middlesex. They're promoted, but I I really don't think there's any reason why they can't compete towards the top end of the table. They've got such a set batting lineup with Eskenazi, Robson, Stoneman... And then just widely see him in terms of Murta, Roland Jones, Helm. They are lacking a bit of a frontline spinner. They'll have Luke Holman, who as an all-rounder will definitely do a job, but obviously difficult being a leg spinner early season. But there's no reason why. Did Walawita. Walawita, I yeah. think yeah. he is there, but he's, again, not, not featured much over the past couple of seasons, has he? There's no reason why they can't compete as a newly promoted side. But then there's not the other promoted side, and they've just signed Ollie Stone, who <laughs> will be trying to perform. What well, he'll be charging in because of because of uh, the Ashes coming up, won't he? And he's just signed from Warwickshire, and they've also got a ridiculous batting lineup of Hamid, Duckett, Slater, Joe Clark, um, Linda James, and then obviously got Patterson White, who who played so well the whole whole way through last season. So again, in terms of a newly promoted side. I think they were a bit shafted by the whole uh, Bob Willis Trophy groups and the COVID d- divisions. Um, so they probably didn't deserve to be in Div 2 uh, last year. Uh, but yeah, they're they're going to be very, very good as well, considering they're the other newly promoted team. Yeah. And we've already mentioned Surrey. Their first game of the season, which is on Sky Sports, actually, are they're playing Lancashire, who also are looking very strong. Uh, high class batting lineup for Lancashire with like the likes of Luke Wells, Dane Villas, Phil Salt, Keaton Jennings. Um, so I think they'll, they'll also be a team to watch. We see how many games Jimmy Anderson is. Like, I think we'll talk about the England players a bit later, but I think he obviously will be key. But especially in the early season, if he plays with some of their other teams, and they'll they'll be dangerous, I reckon. Oh yeah, agree with people like Bailey, Luke Wood. They'll have a really strong side to start with, won't they? Yeah. I was interested to see Luke Wood obviously played in the Big Bash. If he's learned anything, obviously it's down in Australia, but he's been playing a bit. I don't know if that will help him perform straight into... That was weird, isn't it? Obviously, so many English... I think there was like 64 franchise people from England, or 64 English players playing in franchise tournaments, some like that. Uh, So it'd be interesting to see what the impact of that many players going away during the winter has. So it's obviously quite a lot of players tend to go to what Australia, South Africa, New Zealand for for a winter. But if they're just playing club cricket, what's the difference going to be if there's so many people haven't played franchise cricket? You don't. It's probably yeah. the first winter that there's been that many that number of people going away. So, and from all counties, really, not really just one county. So I think that could be interesting, like the amount of people who've had high class cricket over the winter. Yeah, and then the final side, who I think, or just worth mentioning in terms of competing at the top are definitely Essex. Um, obviously, you've got Alistair Cook, Nick Brown, Dan Lawrence, Tom Wesley, all absolute season pros in the county champ. And then you've got Simon Harmer as an offy captain. The, the lads watch out for them. I think Sam Cook's a really good seamer. I think he toured with the England Lions. 
Yeah, he uh, did. Jamie, yeah. Porter, Jamie Porter might come back, and Matt Critchley also had a pretty good big bash as a spinner. So I think they're they're pretty strong, and they've got a lot of depth as well. Robin Das, young young keeper back, who actually I think he played in the Bangladeshi Premier League, but he's only I like nineteen he's, yeah. twenty. He's a he's a good player to watch out for as well. Yeah, he's our age. He's yeah, a, he's he's one to watch out for. He's a yeah, he's a good player. But then towards the bottom of the table, you've got well, we've. We're predicting Kent and Northland are probably going to have have tough seasons. Um, it's just yeah. sort of a reliance on uh, Kent in particular, a couple of batters in terms of Crawley, Beldrum, and Compton, and they're quite a young side. And without they've they've signed Ashdeep Singh for a few games, the Indian left arm seamer. But you're you might be looking at their team and thinking that they might they might struggle. The only thing that could be their saving grace is at Canterbury is an absolute batter's paradise, and they might not lose many games down there. Um, but them and Northants, what, what do you reckon about Northants? Northants, I think I don't know, Sam Whiteman. They've got they've got an overseas the whole season, which could be important, and he's a very very good player. Um, Lance Morris, they've got for three games just before the Ashes. I think he's using that as a bit of a tune up to show the selectors he should be. Picked. Yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah, he's quick. Uh, Josh Cobb always scores runs, like always seems to do yeah. pretty well. Yeah, they've got an effective, like effective side, haven't they? Some of the ball they've got. What Sanderson, Gareth Berg, just a lot of people who Gareth not... Berg. Gareth Berg is so old. Like I'm not to be harsh on Gareth Berg, but he's like literally. I think he's in his he's in his forties now. Oh, he could he be. be. I want to say captain of Italy or head coach of he Italy. Is, he is. He's he's captain. He's captain coach of Italy because he's been trying to get oh this on a slight side. I think Wayne Madsen's going to play for Italy in July. I think and, he is. Um, and the Aussie lad Spencer Johnson apparently might be playing for them as well. Who had a really yeah. good big back. There's quite a few people I know. Um, not names that anybody else would know, but who have have heard uh, Gareth Berg tapping them up for their Italian passport that they didn't know they had, sort of thing. So <laughs> interesting to see how that goes. But yeah, yeah I, mean, I think they could struggle yeah. as well. Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing. They just don't have anyone. And Emilio Gay's out for the start of the season, and he did quite well for them before. Yeah, he was banging out last year. Yeah, he's got he's had knee surgery, so he's not he's not around. So I wonder. If they'll struggle. On to Div 2, Joe. On to Div 2. Yeah, well, obviously, we're a Leeds-based podcast, so we should probably give Yorkshire a special mention. Um, they're in Div 2 for the first time in quite a quite a while, and there's obviously... I don't think the membership took that very well down at uh, down at Hedony, so it's important for them for a number of reasons that they get back into Div 1 and get people coming to watch and play because, obviously, they've had a tough, tough winter off the field. The conclusion of the Zim Rafiq, well, I don't know if conclusion is the right word, but recently the the, the conclusion of Michael Vaughan's hearing and the significant financial difficulties they've got. But on the playing side of things, the head coach Otis Gibson saying that they want to play a more positive brand of cricket this year. And with a very young side and people like Bairstow and Brooks to feature at points, they could, or they're being predict they're being back to go straight back up by pretty much yeah. everybody. They sh- they should go straight back up. I mean that side should, div, yeah. div two is very strong. I mean Matt Milnes as well as a, just a signing as a side from Kent. He's a that's a seriously good. He's a good seamer. Their bowling attack, is, their bowling attack is really strong. Yeah, Code him Thompson best with the as, as their spinner. They've um yeah they've got a young side especially with people like George Hill, Matt Revis, um like I think James Walton might be in the first game. Uh, they've got a young side, but their quality should should come through. Yeah, 
And obviously, Shan Masood's their captain, but he's missing the first three games. Uh, he's come over from Derbyshire. He's missing the first three games because Pakistan have called him up. And they've just signed today, Shy Hope. Yeah, from, yeah. I was quite confused with the headline on their website. They said something like hope, hope at Headingley. And I was like, pardon? Oh, they signed Shay Hope. Shay Hope, who doesn't play much red ball cricket, so it'll be interesting how he goes, uh, been, is an absolute gun in white ball cricket for the West Indies. But I think that's probably yeah. that Ocean Gibson connection there, obviously coached the West Indies. I've been and uh, on this for uh, his time when he scored those two tons at Headingley, what, seven yeah. years ago now? Eight years ago? Um, maybe, maybe not that far, but... He loves having me. Yeah. You can see why three games, they're just trying to get him in before Sharmasoon comes back and captains the side. Yeah. The next most interesting side to look at, well, might be a bit of a rogue shout, but I think Leicester, not necessarily for them to get promoted, but over the past few years, they've become increasingly attacked for their existence, essentially. They've always got a problem. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's harsh, but there's Strauss has all but said that Teams like him, like Leicester, could not exist in the future. KP has sensationally said that uh, Leicester shouldn't exist and has always attacked them on on Twitter himself. And they have yeah. finished bottom seven times since 2011, which is ridiculous when you think about it. But they've got a young side. They've got Bray and Ahmed to build a build a team around. Um, you obviously had an I mean, I think, I, they got, they got, They've got two pretty... They've got three pretty seasoned... Overseas pros. I mean, they got Ajinka Rahani, uh, Vian Mulder, and Peter Hanscom. Yeah, they're all pretty yeah. decent players. Exactly, and um, they look like they've got some seamers coming through. Like, is it Hull yeah. or Holt? Holt, the left arm seamer. He looks he looks pretty decent. Um, obviously got Chris Wright, who's just an absolute seasoned veteran with the ball. Yeah, uh, Ed, Ed Barnes is all right. They're 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 not a bad side. The, their their problem literally will be. I just you just look through their I just look through their bowling lineup and just on their squad they just I just don't get I don't see how they get twenty wickets every game. I'd agree they're pretty powerful, aren't they? Yeah, and they're just very reliant on just and they don't have something like Derby have got Derby have got obviously Derby the other side you could probably argue their existence is a bit well I think their their existence probably has been take called into question because again it's one of the smaller counties but they are. They are led by Mickey Arthur, who is one of the best, arguably one of the best coaches around and has loads of experience with coaching Pakistan, Australia, Sri Lanka. And they've also yeah. got Wayne Madsen, who just scores runs every time he plays. And they've also so got, young, they've got young players. They've got young teamers like Sam Connors has been doing really well. Anuj Dahl's had a few good seasons. George Scrimshaw's pretty quick. They've, yeah, they've had some players who have come through that you sort of go... Hang on, I can see you taking the whole club somewhere. Whereas I think Leicester, apart from Ren Armand, have have struggled with that in recent years, haven't they? I mean, you could argue they did produce Stuart Broadson around there, isn't he? And then he Stuart Broad and Luke Wright are two of the well. This is testimony memory here, but Stuart Broad and Luke Wright are two of the bigger names to come out of Leicester in recent years. Um, yeah, I think they basically they struggle to hold on to the talent that they have, don't they? With obviously Warwickshire, Notts in particular. Um, very close by. There's yeah, there's a lot of lot of counties you, you can you can move to if you're a player there. Um, yeah, but on a, on a more interesting note, I think Sussex could be a side to watch. And don't don't say that's bias. Um, <laughs> Definitely bias. They've got an unbelievable batting lineup. 
and have got their spinner, arguably their best bowler, Jack Carson, finally fit. But for three games of the season, their batting lineup is going to be assuming fitness. Ali Orr, Tom Haynes, Chiteshwar Pajara, uh, Steve Smith, Tom Allsop, and then then they're all into their all rounders, which is an absolutely ridiculous yeah. batting lineup for Div Two. That is that is a stupidly good batting lineup. I mean, I I completely agree with you. Especially, I'm interested to see how much because they're obviously a very young squad. How much Pajar and Smith can give to their younger players, give them a bit of winning now. I do worry. I think Tom Haynes is a great Tom Haynes and Ali Orr both definitely could play for England in the future. They've both got a lot of talent. Uh, Haynes had a really good season last year, so did Orr. Haynes, especially also in like the Buzz Ball era, he, he likes to go out and score quickly. Yeah, I think he'd be an interesting player to watch. My worry for Sussex is their bowling attack. Apart from, I mean, Carson, it's going to be hard to be effective in April. I and agree. Their bowling attack, they struggle against Exeter Uni, who, I mean, Tom Geffen scored a ton, and he's a, he's a fresher who was playing for Guildford. Like, he's not, not really been that much around the Surrey setup. So I'll be interested to see how mm. they go. And they did get rolled a bit as well by a guy called Turner, who was at Hampshire, who apparently yes. bowls quick. Yes, I'm, I've got yeah, he, yeah. I uh yeah, I'm on those. They're, like a bit. they're gonna have Ollie Robinson for I would have thought I think it's four games he's gonna he's down to play for before the ashes. There he's obviously having his fitness and workload managed. Um so I think yeah, they need him to really get some wickets. And when he has played, in fairness to him, he has taken wickets left, right, and centre, even since he's been picked for England. Uh, my my thing with that Sussex team is is who are they? Don't, they never seem to pick the same seamers. Like it's always Crockham, Hunt, Sarrows played a bit. Like it's never actually the same players playing Caravellis now as well. They never actually seem to pick the same ones. It's always on rotation. There's no like consistency. Yeah, I'd agree. I think I think they've struggled for that consistency, haven't they? Be interesting yeah. to see how they uh, they shape up. I do think that they will struggle to lose games with that batting lineup, though. That's true. Yeah, and Hove is. Arguably the flattest pitch in the country, uh, or well, definitely has been made to be over the past couple of seasons. So, I think that they'll be they'll be they'll be strong um, or stronger, definitely stronger. And uh, you'd like you can see their young young squad um, improving. One of the more interesting parts of the championship, though, leading up to it, and has been everywhere in the press, is how Basball, the term to describe how England's Test team have played, is going to affect. Uh, the championship sort of split opinion here, isn't it? Yeah, it has. Yeah, um, Alistair Cook's not really. He's come out pretty against it, but then Peter Moores and John Sadler, as it, it said, they're expecting it to actually help the county championship as a whole. Might get a few more people watching the games because mm-hmm. the games are just quicker, more attacking players, and it will definitely suit certain types of players as well. Yeah, like well, Jamie, Jamie Smith at, down at Surrey. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of, yeah. one of quite a few that are going to yeah. look to go for it. And there's a quite, it might attract a few people who have traditionally been looking at white ball cricket to go, hang on, if the if you get picked for striking at 80, 90, 100 in, in red ball cricket, why not, why not give that a go? And with the rule changes as well, it might might incentivise people to uh, like give it a go. But obviously, there's an argument to say that the pitches that encounter cricket aren't as good. And if you're playing in April or May... And even if you don't get a nice, like if the weather doesn't get nice, it's going to be hard to play those attacking shots, isn't it? So I, I, don't, know, I don't know where I stand on it. I can definitely see 
people in general trying to go harder. We saw how the Lions played on their tour in South Africa, uh, sorry, Sri Lanka, and they yeah. most batters were, ne- were nearly going at a runner ball. Jamie Smith got 100 off 70 balls, I think it was, 72 balls. Mm-hmm. Alex Lees, has, who's been a, essentially a, a grinder of county cricket his whole career, is trying to revolutionise how he bats. Uh, it's, I think you, you're going to see people play differently, but then you're still going to be, as a batter, you're going to be kept in your box by seamers like Fletcher, Sanderson, uh, Ollie Robinson, people who you just can't whack off their length, and especially if pitchers aren't haven't got that pace in it early season. It's going to be hard. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a lot of people trying to adopt that approach, but my word, it, it's going to be hard. I think a couple of teams might try it, but obviously some team is going to get rolled for about like 30 having tried that ball. <laughs> it could be and hilarious. And they'll just get absolute out, get pelters for it. But I kind of hope if they do, they just go again. Did I you see what Burns did in that preseason no game? Oh my God. No. He, he ran up Tim Murta first ball of the innings, nailed it straight in the mid-off court. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like, I, I think... I wouldn't be surprised if Surrey do play buzzball. Surrey strike me as a side. They've got so much batting depth and the players to do it, especially Ollie Pope bag at the Oval. He could yeah. score absolutely. It's not going to be yeah. a bad picture, is it? Yeah, that's true. The pitch, the pitches are going to be a big point of that. And as we as to be fair, as we've also saying, I think you can just move this on to like the England players and how much of an effect they'll have on the on their sides mm-hmm. playing playing buzzball. I think we point out Chris Wokes would be an interesting one, playing his first Playing for Warwickshire for like the first time in ages, starting yeah. the season with. Yeah. He's already playing in the IPL yeah. for England, hasn't he? So uh, it'll be. I think. He, yeah, I mean, he's fantastic. His record in England as a Test cricketer is really, really good. So I can see him tearing it apart and making it like even harder for people to try and employ baseball. But there's obviously a lot of people who are going to be trying to prove themselves to selectors, whether that be the incumbent players or like people who are trying to like stake a claim sort of thing. You've got Anderson abroad who are going to try and play, I think three or four games each before, similar to Robinson's before the, uh, all the ashes. And then you got Brooke, Stokes, Curran, Root, who are all at the IPL. Am I forgetting anyone there? I think that's it. Um, um, Mo and Ali's not going to play, is he? So he's, he's, no. out. he's probably not play. Obviously Butler's not interested in Red Bull, not involved in the Red Bull setup anymore. But you've got those players who are in the IPL at the moment. And if they don't get much game time and then there's other people like who aren't are on the fringes doing really well, it could be really interesting to see what that first Ashes team or first, especially that test at Ireland, at, um, what team they pick for that. But yeah. the interesting one, I think, is obviously Bearstow. We're not going to be able to provide an answer of what team they're going to pick in the Ashes, but... He's expected to return mid-May, I think it is. I imagine he's been wrapped up in cotton wool at the moment. He has been seen in the nets at Yorkshire, uh, but it's really important that he hits the ground running for just England, England cricket in general, isn't it? Because you really want him to be fit and firing and going for the Ashes, whether he's keeper or not. He needs to get some cricket under his belt and the county championship is is the place for that. Yeah, he's definitely the figurehead of what Basball was, especially after his runs in the middle order last summer. So he's he's obviously a key key player. Have you got any any I think we should just do a, a little prediction of who are 
who like the lead, like, like a leading run score, and then teams that we think are going to go win the win Div One and Div Two. I do think that um, I just think I think Surrey will win Div One again. Yeah, uh, because they're, they're just the depth, like we said. Like the, when when their players leave for England, or if there's any injuries, they've got a really big squad to, to soak up. I do think Yorkshire will go straight back up. Um, but leading run score is always a hard one to predict, isn't it? You've you've got to predict someone who's going to play all season. Yeah. Um, same with wickets. Uh, I know Roland Jones took loads last year. He took fifty-seven wickets last year. Yeah, for, uh, for Middlesex. And he's going to be someone who isn't going to play for England. You wouldn't have thought. No. Um, so I guess I, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd probably say him or Simon Harmer to be leading wicket takers. And yeah. it's so hard with the uh, run scores. Could be yeah. anyone. You could be. You could. You could go some rogue like Ben Slater at Knotts. He had a pretty good preseason. Um, He's not going to play for England. Vascon, Vascon Celis, he, he scores, always scores a lot of runs. Madsen. Madsen. Yeah. I think it's hard to say who's going to go down. We sort of mentioned Kenton. Kenton no uh, fans of the two, two sides. Uh, yeah. What about yourself? Oh, you I think I, I'm pretty similar. I think Surrey will win it. I think Essex will be up there as well. Uh, and then I think Yorkshire, Yorkshire will go up as well. And then going down, I think I think Northants will struggle. I think Warwickshire might struggle as well. That's my little. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We've not really, not really spoken about them. And obviously, Wokes is going to be there, but I, I'm not sure they've got loads of bowling. Well, yeah, they've lost, they lost Adam Hose and Ollie Stone over the winter. And they didn't. I'm not sure they've signed many people. They, I know they got people coming through. Um, of sort of younger age, um, but yeah, I don't, I can't. They, I mean, they survived by the skin of their teeth last year, didn't they? It's like a nice yeah. last day of the season for them to avoid relegation, so they're going to be in their struggle again. Okay, moving on, moving on to the, the younger players, uh, that we're going to watch out for. Obviously, we are, uh, Podcast to try and champ players coming through. Um, obviously, we've got two. We've got friend of the show and our first ever guest, Ali Orr. Hopefully, he's gonna have a good season at Sussex. We'll think. I think he's gonna have another very strong season. Uh, two lads we we have actually mentioned quite a lot in Jamie Smith and Jack Carson, who we both mentioned before at Surrey and Sussex as well. But a couple of other players uh, who we could mention. I think Liam Patterson White's the obvious one, especially with the dearth of spinners in England. Uh, left armour from Knotts. Yeah. I think he's going to be an inter- interesting bloke to yeah. keep track of this season. Uh, big time. I think he's, yeah, he had probably good uh, summer last year, didn't he? And there's no reason why I can't do the same. A um, couple others, personally, I, I think it's worth pointing out. Matt Revis, who at Yorkshire, um, he's about six foot six, bowls pretty good gas and can also bat as a genuine all-rounder. He's probably going to end up playing that fifth seamer role quite often for Yorkshire and back in at six or seven. And it's also featured quite a lot in their white ball stuff. Um, he got a lot of experience last year because of Yorkshire not not having their seamers fit and sort of the better better for that experience. And then last two for me, who I think are really going to do well this year, they've obviously had quite a lot of raps on them already, but Jack Haynes and Joey Everson. Haynes at Worcester and Everson at Kent. Um both bit batters, Everson Campbell seem as well. But I think they're 
to strong technique, have scored runs, whether that be in second team cricket or their limited experience in championship cricket so far. Um, there was a video, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, of Everson batting in the nets over the winter. And oh my God, he looked unbelievable. <laughs> uh, so I think. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very talented. Yeah, I think those those very very yeah, talented guys you mentioned there are definitely people to uh to look out for. Yeah, definitely keep an eye on. And actually, the last bloke I think we would have mentioned was James Rue, keeper at Somerset. Uh, we haven't really mentioned Somerset, but he's I think he's only eighteen, and he is meant to be pretty pretty special. I've, yeah, um, I've so we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you you had a little thing to mention from preseason. Well, yeah, preseason. Well, I thought I thought I'm surprised you want to mention it, Joe. So, for the people that don't know, Joe's plays for the Leeds MCCU side, and they've he's just come off playing against Yorkshire uh, in a three day game. Obviously, those games used to be classified as first class games, um, and now I think it was a couple of years ago they declassified them. I think 2019 take away their first class status. Yeah, 2019. 14. So, but obviously, you got I think 38 not out in the first innings. Yeah, they are really important. I think it's um difficult one because the counties uh they're normally the week before the season starts, like this one was just now. And it's they want to get as many players match fit as possible. I think we had a total of ten seamers bowl two spells at us, maybe but maybe eight, eight or nine seamers. Obviously, you can't fit that into a normal eleven uh, to make it a proper game. And then obviously some people, some of those games have seen outrageous scorecards. At one point we were 30 for seven. <laughs> uh, so you can understand why some of the uh, issues of it being first-class cricket. But um, yeah, they're, they're no longer first-class games, but they're still very good experiences to to play in and uh, like see see how you compare against some of the, the, better, the better players around. Yeah, and they definitely, they definitely, they make a difference. Because you've got players like, obviously, Dekez scored, Josh Dekez scored runs last year, but Taylor Cornell, who opened the back with him, scored a ton in that game and then since got picked up by Wood. So they're definitely definitely still good places for players to perform. I think it's worth pointing out, Tom Geffen for Essex, um, for Exeter University, scored a ton. And he's only a, he's a fresher uh, down there. He scored a ton against Sussex. And I think a couple of lads performed well for Cardiff as well against Glamorgan. So yeah. there's definitely... There's definitely Lads performing who aren't in county, county setups. Oh, it's it, the system is superb. The fact that you can sort of like maintain your ambition of playing professional cricket whilst getting a good degree, and they're all at very good universities. Maybe minus Beckett. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's it's a good thing to do because like it's not giving up on your dream, but then you're you're getting a good education at, at the same time, and quite often people develop late, especially with cricket, such a skill-based game that you do just develop quite late and you can get picked up. Like like we've seen, there's a lot of people on the on the ground at Wheatwood where we play, a lot of shirts of people who have, have come through the system, some very some very big names like Toby Roden-Jones, Billy Root, Steve Patterson, so many cricketers who have just come through from all over the country um, and that's just at Leeds, Leeds alone. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our... That's our uh, little preview for the county championship um, ahead, which starts on the sixth of April, depending on when this gets uh, gets sent out. Um, it, uh, yeah, it might uh, it might not be that day, but we hope that this gives you some in- insight and a bit of an opinion on where we think this year's championship is going to go. It's often a maligned 
format by administrators in the ECB, but it's the backbone of the English season and will be for centuries to come. Well, maybe not, but has been. Um, we love it. <laughs> and against a context, a context of meaningless or often meaningless franchise cricket, uh, we can't wait for the, the championship to get started, can we? Yeah, very, very, very excited. Obviously, I could be sticking my uh, head onto live envy play the uh, the scorer to while I write my dissertation. So that's gonna be a great distraction. Yeah, uh, while I'm doing that, I'm sure Joe definitely will be as well in the, in the library. Oh, I will. Don't you worry about that. I think that's it there. Um, yeah, thank you very much for listening, and thank you for bearing with the the dodgy Zoom quality. Um, we'll uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs>